Welcome to this edition of the Auburn Undercover Podcast. I am recruiting insider Keith Niebuhr, and we're going to talk a lot about recruiting. In fact, it's going to be all about recruiting in this edition of the show, and it's just me going solo. I am in Frisco, Texas, a suburb of Dallas, and I'm out here to cover an event called the Opening Finals, and it is a um, an event that brings together the top high school prospects across the country. And uh, it's a lot of best on best. You know, you don't get to see that often in football. You see it in basketball, those AAU tournaments. Sharif Cooper, the dynamic five-star point guard that Auburn's targeting uh, and leads for, we think. You know, when we go see him play, he's competing against the best of the best almost every time. But in football, you know, a lot of times the kids that end up at the Auburns and Florida States and, uh, you know, Texas is of the world. Those guys are almost always the best player on the court. And, you know, they don't have on the, on the court, excuse me, on the field and often aren't even challenged. And so the times they are challenged are in, you know, state championship games or if they're playing one of those super teams that has eight to 10 division one prospects. And, and then on that rare occasion, you get that best on best opportunity, such as the, uh, all-American Bowl, formerly the U.S. All-American Bowl. That's a great showcase. The Under Armour All-American game in Florida. And then you have an event like the opening that does the same thing. Now, this is more uh, shorts and T-shirt work, obviously, but it's still best on best. And you're, you know, you're getting another piece of the puzzle to add uh, when you're evaluating a prospect. And you know, how does he look against you know, kids of similar athletic ability. So I'm out here in Texas and we're going to talk about a lot of things. There's, there's big news that broke just a few hours before I recorded this show. And, uh, obviously, uh, Auburn has some potentially big news coming Monday as well. And then we're going to take a look back at the month of June. I wrote about it. Uh, just this weekend, a big month of June for the Auburn Tigers on the recruiting trail. And we're going to kind of go back and recap some of that and, and reset things and let you know how Auburn got to where the Tigers are right now. And again, it's just me. Uh, everyone else is enjoying their weekends and they're all working, of course, too. But I'm here in my hotel room and I thought it'd be a great chance to kind of really lay out where Auburn is right now, where I think Auburn is headed. And then, of course, how Auburn got here. But we start again with the news of the day. And the biggest piece of news to come from check-in day at the opening is that Wesley Steiner, the dynamic four-star linebacker from Warner Robins, Georgia, Houston County, a school that's produced some big-name prospects in recent years. I think you've heard of Jake Fromm. He's a starting quarterback at Georgia. Then you've got Trey Hill, the starting center at Georgia. Uh, and now Wesley Steiner is at that school, and he's a top 100 recruit. And I caught up with him today. And, in fact, I caught up with him Friday as well. Uh, and I'll dig deeper into that uh, at some point um, in the show here. But uh, again, what he said today, Sunday, was that, hey, you know, um, I'm pushing my announcement up and it's going to be Tuesday now. I'm going to announce my commitment Tuesday. On Friday, he said that Stanford and Auburn were the two finalists, effectively eliminating Georgia Tech and LSU, two schools that he really liked. In fact, he told me, you know, my mom's favorite is LSU. And so I think for a long time, LSU has thought that they had a real shot there. But, uh, as it turns out, it's going to be Auburn or Stanford. And just so you know, my crystal ball pick is on the Auburn Tigers. I made it Sunday. But, you know, if you've read the site the last few days, I think many of you probably figured that's where we were headed. I've flat out said that I think he's more likely to join the class than uh, Desmond Tisdall, the four-star linebacker from Wilcox County, Georgia. And, and the reason I'm mentioning him is because Auburn, with two linebacker commits, Cam Riley out of Evergreen, Alabama's Hillcrest High School, and Trenton Simpson out of Mallard Creek High School in Charlotte, North Carolina, one of my favorite stops on the recruiting trail. Uh, with those two guys on board, Auburn has room for two more commitments at linebacker. But there's a catch there because one of them 
is inside. All right. And the other one really is more of a buck position. So for all intents and purposes, it's going to be Tisdall or Steiner. They can't take both because that would give you three linebackers. And the fourth spot really needs to go at this point in time to somebody who plays the buck position, a la Philip Webb, the four-star linebacker from Sugar Hill, Georgia's Lanier High School, the same school that produced Derrick Brown, Auburn's former five-star signee and now All-American defensive tackle. But again, so Auburn can only take Steiner or Tisdall. So when when Trenton Simpson committed to the Tigers on June 14th and Cam Riley backed that up by committing on the 15th of June, all of a sudden linebackers coach Travis Williams is put in a great spot. He went from having nothing to having everything, all, all, the, all the chips in his corner, all the cards that you want. And he was able to tell these two guys, Desmond Tisdall and Wesley Steiner, both outstanding players, four-star kids, Steiner top 100 recruit. He was able to go to them and say, listen, uh, I, I only have one spot at inside linebacker. Who wants it? And from what we've been told, Auburn has them very similarly placed on the recruiting board. In other words, it wasn't this guy, then that guy. It was I would take this guy or I would take that guy. Okay, so again, a great spot to be in if you're Auburn, because quite frankly, for the last month or so, Tisdall, Desmond Tisdall has said Auburn's my leader. And Wesley Steiner has been giving more and more indicators through each week that Auburn was in a pretty enviable position, pretty good spot. Okay, so now Wesley Steiner is going to announce Tuesday and we know a few things here. One, it's Auburn or Stanford. Two, he knows there aren't any spots left. Three, he's extremely close with Auburn linebackers coach, coach Travis Williams, affectionately known as T-Will. And don't forget this, Stanford being the other finalist, he was waiting on Stanford to see if he, if he would get accepted. They, strict admissions policy there. I mean, you know, you play football, they're not really giving you too much leeway. You, you gotta get into the school. Okay. So he has to wait on Stanford. Well, I mean, you can kind of read the tea leaves here, right? The guy's announcing Tuesday and he hasn't, to our knowledge, you know, found out from Stanford anything and, and probably wouldn't until late in the cycle. So obviously things look pretty good for Auburn. Now, again, a lot of you keep asking on the message boards, why can't they take both? Why can't they take both? Well, look, you only have a certain amount of spots. Um, and they like Desmond Tisdall a lot. But is he a five-star top 10 national recruit that you would hold a spot for no matter what? You know, that's the question Auburn would have to make as a staff. And quite frankly, I think I think they feel like at this time, their spots uh, are better served going to kids at other positions. Okay, so Philip Webb, yes, they would they would save room for him, but mainly because he's not just an outside backer. He could play that buck position that Nick Coe played last year and that Carl Lawson played before that for Auburn. So again, his versatility and just the dynamic player that he is kind of gives him that added value. So an either-or situation, Wesley Steiner announcing Tuesday looks good for Auburn. Uh, Desmond Tisdall does not look good for him to join the class, but you know, look, he had his chance. Um, that's kind of just the way it goes sometimes. You know, he, uh, he was well, well aware of the situation. By the way, it's not like he's going to fall flat on his face. He's a fantastic prospect, uh, great interview subject, well-liked among recruits, well-liked among coaches. Uh, South Carolina certainly a team to watch with him. Does he want to wait? Does he want to ride it out and see if anything else comes? Or does he want to just say, you know what, let's just get this over before I lose this opportunity. So who knows? We don't know what he's going to do in this situation. Um, but again, uh, Auburn looks like it's in good shape with Wesley Steiner. Now, I, that would be a massive pickup. So right now, Auburn is 23rd in the national 
24-7 sports recruiting rankings. 23rd, 10th in the SEC. Now, on the one hand, that's not that great, right? 23rd, you know, you're not going to win any SEC titles with the 23rd ranked class and 10th best in the SEC. But when you look, take a closer look, as all my friends are writing now, the deep dive, and, and then they give you one layer. That's not really a deep dive, but that's what people tell us. The, the, the deep dive shows you, or partially deep dive, we'll say I'm diving into the shallow end. It shows you that when you look at the rankings and the points involved, you know, points associated with each team in the rankings, one or two commitments moves Auburn way up. I mean, way up. And so if Auburn has the week that we think it's going to have, then Auburn could go from 23rd up to the 12 to 13 range. And at that point, you are, and let me add this up, you would then be 1, 2, 3, 4. You you now move up to 6th in the SEC. Okay, still not where you want to be if you're an Auburn fan. 6th in the SEC and 12th nationally. But it's better than 10th and it's better than 23rd. Okay, 10th in the SEC, 23rd nationally. So Auburn's making some moves here. And don't forget this, at the beginning of June, and we're going to get back to this later in the show, beginning of June, Auburn was 29th in the rankings and had only six commitments. Again, now 23rd with 11 commitments, and it sure looks like they're going to add two four-stars this week. Okay, so Auburn now looking like, you know, all of a sudden a top 10 class doesn't seem unrealistic. Now, does Auburn have to win this fall? You bet your ass they do. They got to win. There's no question about that. But a month ago, it would have been hard to project Auburn being in this type of spot right now. Okay, very good spot. Uh, Still a lot of work to be done. But I think Auburn's doing fairly decent on the offensive line. That was a big concern. Okay. And maybe lined up to potentially add the number two junior college offensive tackle in the country, possibly in August in Brendan Coffey. Okay. They needed more than four and five stars out of high school. They needed guys that could play right away, contribute right away in 2020. And that's why Auburn has gone the Juco route on the offensive line and tackle. And so far, so good. Jonathan Buskey, a top five Juco tackle already committed, might have a shot. Actually, definitely have a shot at landing Brennan Coffey, the number two tackle in the country. So you could potentially be bringing in two tackles. Looking good there. Um, yeah, receiver, looking really good. Uh, yeah, uh, linebacker, looking great. So you got some work to do. You got to get a tight end. You got to get a running back. You already got one quarterback on board, Chael Garnett. Uh, there's a lot of work ahead. There's no question. The secondary, particularly, and the defensive line. Now, what we know is that history shows us that defensive line coach Rodney Garner is a strong closer for the Tigers, okay? So you don't necessarily worry about that as much as if you were struggling on the offensive line, let's say, like, uh, quite frankly, in the last couple of cycles for Auburn. You know, um, that, was a, that was a major issue. But you don't worry about that too much with Rodney Garner. I mean, look, it's going to be a challenge. A lot of the best players are snatched up, but Auburn's got one guy committed, and leads for Andy Boykin, a four-star end slash tackle out of Georgia. Uh, so that's two guys. And so, you know, they got a chance. Let's put it that way. Very much in the running with McKinley Jackson. Jackson, excuse me, a four-star tackle out of Loosedale, Mississippi. Okay, so they're in it. They're in it with some guys. The secondary, to me, is the major concern at this point. And, and we, you know, talk about that more at a later date. But no commitments right now. And, you know, you have to wonder, does Auburn lead for anyone? Well, we think they maybe lead. For Ethan Pouncey, the four-star corner out of Winter Park, Florida. Uh, they're in it with some other guys, uh, including Ladarius Tennyson, a four-star safety out of Rockledge, Florida. Probably not your traditional safety. He's like 5'9", five, 5'10", five, in that range. Maybe more of a nickel, but a very good player. In fact, I talked to another kid that's from his area today, uh, Keziah Holmes, 
a four-star kid with a lot of ability down there. He says, look, that guy's for real. Okay. So th- that's a guy who's got to face him all the time in games and in seven on seven events and things of that nature. So he respects his ability. So to me, that's the big concern moving forward. So anyway, back to Wesley Steiner announces Tuesday. So what time is it? You want to know? I don't know yet. We don't know yet. We're trying to figure things out. He's trying to figure it out. I can also tell you that I met with him Friday. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, I like where Auburn sits here. I, I, I've, I think I've made that pretty clear since Friday. Uh, you know, he's very close with the staff. He's very close with his family. And, you know, I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, Stanford's a great pull for a lot of kids. And, and why wouldn't it be? And, you know, Ivy League school on the West Coast, great football program. A lot of people say it's a great place to live. You know, all, a lot of things work in its favor, right? But, you know, Auburn ain't exactly chop liver to anybody, let's face it. And he has the family in, in Macon Warner Robbins, and Auburn's proximity to home makes that awfully appealing. So I like where it sits. Check back at Auburn Undercover on Monday or Tuesday morning, and we'll be able to tell you exactly when he's going to commit. Now, we do know that Auburn may be poised for some good news Monday, too. So this could be a big Monday-Tuesday double-boom type situation for Gus Malzahn and the Tigers. And and the player, uh, the player on... Uh, Excuse me, on Monday is, I got the hiccups here, Xavion Capers, okay, four-star receiver, Denmark High School. You probably never heard of it. It's out of Alpharetta, Georgia, newer school. He's got a pretty good quarterback on his team, too. Uh, four-star from 2021's class, Aaron McLaughlin, and they both recently uh, spent some time at Auburn. They both camped at Auburn in the last few weeks on different days. But Xavion Capers, big-time player, number 25 receiver in the country, but receiver's pretty stacked right now uh, in the rankings anyway. So that puts him actually at 112 overall in the country, the number 112 prospect in the country, number 12 in the state of Georgia. Now, you get a top 15, top 20 guy out of Georgia, you've done pretty well. Former Arkansas commitment, uh, six feet, three and a half, 195 pounds. Boy, he, he is like a Sammy Coates type of player, can burn you deep, can go up and get the ball. Great catch radius. Uh, Auburn loves this guy. And, uh, you know, we didn't know much about him until about a month ago. Uh, attended Big Cat Weekend on June 1st at Auburn. And by the way, you know, people always wonder why Auburn doesn't get more commitments that day. And gosh, how did we only get one commitment? You know, blah, blah, blah. Well, Auburn got one commitment that day, but four since. And Xavion Capers, who's announcing Monday, was at that event. Uh, so you could end up now, if he commits to Auburn on Monday, and by the way, I'm projecting him to Auburn and have been for three or four weeks, that would be now six guys who are Big Cat that have committed since the day of Big Cat. So don't you know? Don't tell me that Big Cat isn't impactful in the recruiting process for Auburn just because I think the assumption is, well, wait a second, they only got one commitment that day, or sometimes none. But it's building toward future commitments, and, and obviously Auburn, it's clear now, hit a home run that day. But anyway, Xavier Capers was a long time Arkansas commit. I don't know about long time. He, he was committed to Arkansas for a while, uh, but then it started getting a little shaky. Yeah, and I think one of those situations it's become where you know the the longer you're away from a school, the the longer and the proximity from home starts to be something that weighs on your shoulders and other schools start recruiting you, South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, Tennessee. Well, on Sunday, he named it, uh, narrowed it down to three schools, Auburn, Tennessee, and South Carolina. Look, we think it's going to be Auburn. The crystal ball, the 24-7 sports crystal ball, is Auburn getting 73% of the predictions right now. There's one for Clemson. I mean, they're not even in it with them. So it, it's all Auburn, we think, okay? Uh, fantastic player. But anyway, let's do the timeline again. July 1st, excuse me, June 1st was at Auburn. All right. June 6th was back at Auburn to camp. 
So that shows an interest in a kid too, right? Like this is a four-star kid. He doesn't need to camp for anybody. But he wanted to go out and prove to the Auburn staff that he was a guy worthy of a spot. And remember, they already have three stud receivers committed. Uh, they think these guys are studs. Elijah Canyon out of South Florida, number two receiver on a state championship team last year. The number one receiver was John Dunmore, who signed with Penn State. Another receiver, Kobe Hudson. I think you've heard of him, top 100 national recruit. Another receiver, J.J. Evans. Uh, 1,700 receiving yards last season, one of the best seasons in the history of the state of Alabama. You know, Kobe Hudson back to him didn't even play receiver, played quarterback, and accounted for 5,000 yards. And I think you can make the case he was the most valuable player without question, I think, in the state of Georgia last year. I'm not saying best. I'm not saying he was Mr. Football or deserved. But when you talk about MVP qualities to a team, 5,000 yards of offense, playing out of position simply to help his team. Uh, so already having those three guys on board, Kobe Hudson, J.J. Evans, and Elijah Canyon. Uh, so, you know, if they're going to take a fourth guy, it's going to have to be somebody that they think is pretty special or potentially special. So Xavier Capers, again, June 1st, a Big Cat weekend, goes back June 6th to camp. Now, what do we notice at that camp? I've been doing this a long time. I don't follow the players at camp. Parents are always saying, oh, can you watch my kid? Hey, I'd love to, but i got to watch the big cheese. And, you know... <laughs> I was sitting here recording in my hotel room where, by the way, I have to room on these road trips with Kip Adams of Dogs 247. So say a prayer for Kip. He's got to put up with me all week. But, you know, he's, he's smiling over there. But, you know, the truth is I follow Gus Malzahn at these camps because whoever he's giving attention to, that's a guy you know that Auburn's closely watching, <coughs> excuse me, or really pushing for it. So who did Gus Malzahn show a lot of attention to that day on June 6th? It was Avion Capers. And remember, Gus Malzahn isn't just a head coach. He's a guy that's very hands-on with the offense and particularly the receivers. You know, in fact, if there is, sometimes there's been, you know, I, I've heard that maybe, maybe some receivers coaches in the past, we will say, uh, would have preferred if he wouldn't have been his hands-on. But anyway, he's very involved at camp and was very involved with Xavier Capers, right? And so at the next day, what happens to Capers? He decommits from Arkansas. The next weekend, he's back at Auburn for an official visit and tells me afterwards, yep, I'm done with visits and I'm announcing on July 1st. Well, three visits in the month. We say follow the visits. That's, you know, that says something. And by the way, I'm not taking any more visits. That says something. Attention from Gus Malzahn, attended Big Cat Week. I mean, every conceivable sign points to Auburn. Uh, you know, is that blatant homerism on my part? I, I hope not. I mean, you know. I, I, that's where it's looking, right? The arrow is pointing to Auburn, and this is a very good player. And by the way, at that camp, he was really good. He, he does a good job getting open, good separation, all that stuff. Seems to be a pretty polished route runner for a kid his age. Very well thought of by recruiting analysts and, uh, industry-wide, not just 24-7 sports. Um, very well-rounded player. And you know he thinks he's got a chance to come in and play a lot right away. I mean, <laughs> he's already talking about, hey, if if I go to Auburn, you know, I think I could start there. So, you know, that's a confident guy. That's what you want. That's how all the best receivers are. Uh, it's a group where if, if a guy isn't talking like that, you're probably concerned about him. That's that's just the kind of DNA uh, with those top receivers. So, again, announcing Monday he's out here at the opening in Texas. So is Wesley Steiner. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Uh, we do not have a time yet on Xavier Capers' announcement either. Now, he says potentially around 5 p.m. Central Time. Uh, but I think it's going to be a good Monday for Auburn. Uh, we've been all over this one. In fact, way all over it. Uh, we were the only one that interviewed him after camp. We were uh, got him after Big Cat. Got, I mean, it, this has been working toward this day for Auburn, and things look pretty good. And that would give, again, Auburn four commitments Get Auburn into the 16 to 17, 18 range in the rankings, and then if they can follow that up by, or excuse me, uh, right around 2021, 20, uh, and if they get Wesley Steiner on on Tuesday, then they jump all the way up to like in the 11 to 12 to 13 range. So again, potentially could be a huge week for Auburn. Huge. These are two four-star guys. These are guys that other schools, big schools wanted. Wesley Steiner, by the way, just camped at LSU. And uh, Dave Aranda, the defensive coordinator, likes him a lot is what the word is. Uh, Xavier Capers is a, is a receiver that a lot of schools certainly would take. Uh, again, so it, it could be a big couple of days for Auburn. So, uh, again, then you're talking about having a top 15 class with, yes, a lot of spots to fill, but in a much better position than when June began. So let's, let's take a look back at the month of June and where Auburn sat again. 29th going into the into the month, and I and I told people, look, it's not great. That's that's not what you're looking for. You you, you want more. You want to see mo- some momentum. You want to see more commitments. However, don't forget, in a similar type situation, just two years ago, Auburn was 51st at this time of year, 51st in the rankings. And when I say similar situation, what do I mean? I don't just mean commitments and things of that nature. I mean people were talking like if Gus Malzahn, the head coach, didn't win that year, it could be over. So the Auburn coaches were having to recruit with that cloud hanging over them the whole offseason, the whole months of May, January, February, March, April, May, all the way through the season. Uh, and then, of course, they end up beating Alabama and Georgia, and they got a little bump off that at the end, but really the bigger bump came the next recruiting cycle. Uh, but anyway, so 51st two years ago, right at about this time. So you knew Auburn was going to pick it up. You knew Big Cat Weekend was coming, but you wanted to see results. I mean, look, just because they always do something in the past doesn't mean that that would necessarily hold true in this particular cycle. And, you know, obviously I, I talked up Rodney Garner's recruiting abilities as a closer earlier. And, and, you know, you're taking that information saying, well, you know, he's always done it. So we're going to assume he's going to do it again. Well, there's no guarantees. Uh, we feel good about it. But again, you know, we didn't know with Auburn, we needed to see some results after Big Cat Weekend. And, on June 1st, which was the day of Big Cat Weekend, the first Saturday of the month, Javian Cohen, the four-star offensive tackle in the 24-7 sports rankings, got things started with that big commitment. You'll recall that happened about an hour before check-in started. So Auburn got that big move off of that. Uh, and since then, commitments that have been added, Cam Riley, the four-star linebacker, Tate Johnson, the four-star offensive guard, uh, Trenton Simpson and Elijah Canyon. Elijah Canyon, a four-star receiver, and of course Trenton Simpson, the four-star linebacker. And I contend that Simpson was really the eye-opener. Cohen may be the big one because it got the ball rolling, but Trenton Simpson is a national recruit, and that probably should have gotten more attention than it did. Unfortunately, people sort of got wind that it was probably going to be Auburn, and that spoiled some of the surprise. I, 
you know, had nobody found out beforehand what he was going to do and he would have picked Auburn over Georgia, North Carolina on June 14th, I think people would have been a little bit more blown away. But because they had the info uh, you know, a week or so beforehand that, hey, this is where it was headed and there wasn't as much surprise, wasn't as much intrigue. Auburn didn't really get the sizzle that it probably should have gotten. But Trent Simpson, number 52 player nationally in the 24-7 sports composite, which takes all uh, 24-7. Uh, rivals and ESPN puts them in a blender and comes up with an average 52nd in that one. But we at 24-7 Sports have him at 34th in the rankings. And in fact, you know, he potentially could be a guy that has a chance to get a fifth star. Uh, our national recruiting analyst, Barton Simmons, says he's one of the 10 guys he's really watching in this event at the opening. And Trenton's out here too, I should mention, in Texas. You know, is this a guy that could potentially get a fifth star? Uh, by the way, I talked to Trenton on Sunday, pumped about being an Auburn commit. I think people have thought that that's a recruitment that could continue to go on. In other words, you know, keep keep an eye on this guy. Don't be surprised if he, ta- surprised if he takes some visits down the road. He is saying he's not going to take any visits. Obviously, you know, there are unpredictable things that can change things, and uh, I think you all know what that means. But right now he seems solid to Auburn, and he's recruiting for Auburn. He's been in Wesley Steiner's ear a lot lately. In fact, they hung out a good bit on Sunday. So uh, Auburn feels good about Trent Simpson and should because he's an outstanding player. So Auburn crushing it at linebacker. If they can get Wesley Steiner, then I think Travis Williams, the linebacker's coach, is going to be – Simply ecstatic. So uh, the month of June just been outstanding for Auburn. There's five big commitments. Now 11 on board. You know, Tate Johnson, a guy that's not only a good player, but a good, strong recruiter, a guy that other kids like. You know, you can recruit without being, you can be a recruiter without recruiting. In other words, if kids like you and gravitate toward you, that's oftentimes, and, and Kip's sitting here with me, listen to me, he can attest to that. You know, we talk so much about is a kid active on Twitter and they doing this, they doing that. Yeah, that's great. But if other kids don't love the kid, it ain't going to matter. Um, but Tate Johnson's a pretty popular guy among other recruits. Cam Riley's an intriguing commitment because he's six feet three and a half, 207 pounds. So he's not filled out at all. He's a thin guy. Uh, so could he end up being a buck guy? You know, could he, could he end up being a guy that's six three and a half, six four, two forty eight 248 in, in a year and a half? And if he is, does he stay as an outside guy or does he move to a true buck guy, put him at the line of scrimmage as a stand-up you know, edge rush type? So there's a lot of intrigue with Cam Riley. He's just a guy that Auburn felt like it had to have. His athleticism was too great to, to pass up. Elijah Canyon, we mentioned him earlier, a three-star receiver from South Florida. But you know Auburn always had him higher on the board than you would think of a guy that's a three-star guy. Now, three-star is not bad, obviously. The NFL teams are full of them. But as much effort and energy as Auburn put into the guy, they they put in the effort and energy that you would for a guy that's a four-star above. So they, they've always been really high on him. And uh, Marcus Rose, me, a four-star player from the same area that recently committed to Georgia, you know, some people we've talked to compare those two to each other and say that you're, you know, similar ability. So I think that's, that's good for Auburn that the, you know, they're bringing in a guy like that. Uh, so just a good, well-rounded class and a good solid month, uh, for Auburn, quite frankly, exactly what they needed, exactly what they needed. Um, you know, Trenton Simpson, Cam Riley, Javian Cohen, Elijah Canyon, uh, I'm probably missing somebody too. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's absolutely what, what they need. Let me, let me go through this. Who am I missing here? Trent Simpson's one. 
Tay Johnson's two, Cam Riley's three, Cohen's four, Canyon's five. There we go. So a good piece, a big chunk of the puzzle, the final puzzle was filled out in June. And, and again, that if if it doesn't happen, then you really start to panic. And you know, even I was thinking, man, I mean, yeah, they better they better get this thing going soon. So Auburn in a good spot. So you're thinking, okay, got these two guys that are on deck, probably going to commit to Auburn in the next couple of days. Um, four star receiver. Xavier Capers and four-star linebacker Wesley Steiner. So tell me about some other guys. So I'm going to tell you about some other guys and some other guys to keep an eye on. Tank Bigsby is probably the player right now on our board that has more intrigue or more tension from Auburn fans than anybody. He's a four-star running back from Callaway High School in Hogansville, Georgia, number 50 recruit nationally in the 24-7 sports composite. Uh, again, the industry-generated composite. So again, ESPN, Rivals, and us at 24-7. Number 50 recruit in the country. That's big time. Can do a lot of things. He is not a big talker at all. I mean, he doesn't say anything. Uh, but he's out at the opening. We talked to him today. And he did multiple interviews and basically said something a little bit different to everybody. So everybody kind of kind of came away saying something different. Our national director of recruiting, Steve Wilfong, talked to him. And he never mentioned Auburn. Now, I went in with more pointed questions. I wouldn't say leading questions per se, but hey, tell me about Auburn. And he made it pretty clear that Auburn certainly is in the hunt. And, and look, again, what are we always saying? I mentioned this earlier in the show, follow the visits. Well, Tank Bigsby has visited Auburn four times in the month of June. That includes an official visit, once for seven-on-seven camp with his team, and then on consecutive weekends where he just kind of came over to hang out with the coaching staff and current players. So you got one of his former players – uh, teammates at Callaway. Keandre Jones is a 2019 Auburn enrollee, offensive lineman, and one of his current teammates at Hogansville Callaway in Georgia, it, which by the way is right across the state line, not far from Auburn, um, is uh, one of his teammates on the team right now is Tate Johnson, the Auburn commit four-star lineman. So he's got some familiarity over there. He knows a lot of the current players as well. Uh, I don't think there's any question Auburn has made a move. But one of the biggest reasons is you know, he's getting to know running backs coach Cadillac Williams, who didn't arrive at the program until January. You know, Tank previously had a relationship with former running backs coach Tim Horton, who's now at Auburn. So it, it took him time to build something up with Cadillac. And he told me Sunday, he said, yeah, we're, I'm starting to get to know him a little bit better. And that's making a difference. Uh, so, again, that that's something to watch. South Carolina clearly not out of it, though. In fact, it wasn't that long ago people thought he was almost a slam dunk to the Gamecocks. Uh, they signed, not signed, they got a commitment from four-star back Marshawn Lloyd in late May. Uh, and since then, that's when Tanks made all these visits to Auburn. Then you have sitting out there lurking, and this is a major concern for, for both Auburn and South Carolina, is the fact that Georgia is involved. Um, now, Georgia, it sounds like, wants to take two running backs, right? And, you know, they're recruiting some big fish. There's no doubt about that. But they want to take two running backs. And, you know, uh, they're in it with Zach Evans, five-star out of Texas. They're in it with five-star Kendall Milton out of California. And even if they get one of those guys, though, they'd still like to add a second back. And, and I don't think there's any question that they're keeping Tank Bigsby warm. And so that's going to be, you know, that's the that's the elephant in the room. That That's the program that that is sitting out there and nobody's really talking about. It seems to be so much, there seems to be so much buzz about Auburn and South Carolina, but I'd keep an eye on Georgia, but Auburn obviously is in a much better position than it was a month ago. And, and let, let me tell you a few of the things that Tank mentioned. I mean, I'm going to have a story on him either Sunday night or Monday morning that'll go a little bit more in depth, but uh, you know, a couple of things, again, he's getting closer with Cadillac Williams, the running backs coach too. 
you know, he has said that Gus Malzahn has really become active in this recruitment, and that that really um, that that kind of confirms what I've been reporting for the last couple of weeks that this is a Gus guy. This is a guy that that Gus Malzahn has said, look, we we need as a program this guy, go get him. Uh, so those are big, and then also, you know, he's setting some official visits, including one to Georgia for the fall. Now he's already been to South Carolina and Auburn on official visits, and I think LSU too. And so that's a little concerning if you're if you're those other schools that he's going to go to Georgia in the fall. However, he also says, you know, I'm probably going to announce a decision before the season. Well, that's before his official visit. So, so a lot of stuff going on in Tank Bigsby's recruitment. I'm not sure anybody really knows. What he's going to do, he's sort of unpredictable, uh, but Auburn's certainly sitting in the mix with him. And, uh, you know, so there's there's a lot going on. Uh, another player I talked to Sunday at the opening, Darnell Washington, five-star tight end out of uh, Desert Pines, I believe, that high school in Las Vegas. You know, he's visited Auburn three times. Uh, now, it wasn't always he's just going to – well, it wasn't ever. He just flew to visit Auburn. It was part of like a big road trip where he'd fly to Atlanta and check out three or four schools. But whatever, regardless, he's been to Auburn three times. He has three official visits that he knows of, and it's Alabama, Georgia, and Tennessee. A lot of teams fighting for those final two spots, and Auburn is in the mix, but I'm not overly optimistic about Auburn's chances for a couple of reasons of even getting an official visit. Um when we first asked him, you know, who are the other schools being considered for officials, he mentioned four or five schools, Miami being one, Florida State, and uh, one or two other ones. And then finally I said, you know, so does that mean – oh, by the way, he did not mention Auburn. So I said, does that mean, you know, they're not getting one? He goes, oh, no, my my mistake. I just forgot to mention them. They're, they've got a shot at an official visit. But, you know, again, they weren't at the top of his head. You know what I mean? They weren't on the tip of his tongue. So that's something that kind of makes you think, all right, well, you know, he's – thinking of six or seven schools before Auburn here. Second thing is Auburn really is in a good position, excuse me, with J.J. Jeremiah Pagis out of Oxford High School in Oxford, Mississippi. Now, uh, I know one of the other sites wrote that uh, saying Auburn was his leader. Of course, we've been writing that for weeks. We just uh, hadn't got him to say it. But our sources have told us that Auburn's been in good position. Again, you know, should point out his father played at Arkansas State. One of his coaches at Arkansas State was a guy named Larry Porter. I think you know who he is. He's now Auburn's tight ends coach. So that connection is huge in recruiting. They always are. Connections mean a lot. Who knows who? I think that's one of the reasons Auburn may have a shot with McKinley Jackson, the four-star defensive tackle out of Mississippi. Somebody very close to him is very close to somebody on the Auburn staff. Well, that in allows you to do things that uh, if you didn't have that connection, you wouldn't be able to do. So anyway, uh, Auburn not looking great with Darnell Washington, the five-star tight end, but looking very good with four-star four star tight end Jeremiah Pegues. couple things about him. One, from what I'm told, the, the people at Auburn thinks he, he has the ability to be an early contributor in his career. Tight end's a developmental position. Sometimes it takes these guys a few years to really get to where they need to be to be contributors. That, but the feeling at, at multiple schools, not just Auburn, is that this guy is a year one guy that could probably contribute if you need him to. Could probably do it. Six two and a half, six three, two hundred seventy five, two hundred eighty pounds. He's a wide tight end. But when you look at him, he doesn't look like he weighs that much. He looks more like a guy that weighs two forty, and that that's a, that's impressive because that means the weight's good weight. Okay, so Jeremiah Pegues Auburn leads for him. He's not planning on announcing anything until later in the year. However, however, I know Auburn would love to get him on board before then. One, 
to, to be done with tight end, two, to not have to worry about him anymore, not have to ride it out. Just, you know, it's a, it's a nice luxury once you have a guy committed. And it doesn't mean they don't decommit, but it's, you know, once you get a guy on board, usually nine times out of 10 or better, they're going to stick with you. You know, and there's that concern that Ole Miss is number two team right now is right there, right in his backyard. I mean, he lives in Oxford, Mississippi. The school's right down the road, uh, literally right down the road. And, uh, you know, what if they have a good season or, you know, saw that. So, so Auburn would love to get him on board early. So the feeling is in my tiny brain is that Auburn may try to accelerate the process. And they're getting some recruiting momentum. They can get these two guys this week, Xavier Capers and Wesley Steiner. They're in the top 15, closing in on the top 10. Momentum's building. People are starting to feel good about the class again. If Auburn pushes, could they get Pagisin earlier than late in the process? That's the question. They might be able to do that. They might be able to do that. We will see. But anyway, that will do it for this edition of the Auburn Undercover Podcast. I, I hope it wasn't too awful to listen to me for 35 minutes. I, I probably shouldn't have asked that because some of you are going to answer it, unfortunately. Uh, we feel like we gave you a lot of information here. And uh, these solo shows are difficult, obviously. I'm just rambling and rambling and rambling. But uh wanted to make sure everybody was caught up on the big news that's coming and um, – you know, it's a it's an interesting time, an exciting time for Auburn recruiting right now because, quite frankly, it wasn't in April and May, and now things have really picked up, and uh, a lot of kids are talking about Auburn again. Um, and you know, look, the bottom line is everybody knows what has to happen this fall. They got to win, right? They got to win to to keep the jobs. <laughs> they got to win to hold on to these guys. But right now, there is an uptick in recruiting. And it's an exciting time for the staff and I think for you, the fans, as well. Auburn sitting at 23rd in the rankings could be as high as 11th or 12th within a few days. We'll see how it goes. That's it for this edition of the show. I am signing off from Frisco, Texas. Make sure you stick around at auburnundercover.com for the rest of the week. we got a lot of updates coming and might have a couple commitments to report on. Take care, everybody. No one has it covered like 24-7 sports. Go Undercover with Auburn Undercover.